This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. It's Zoomer Radio's Theater of the Mind with Frank Proctor. Open your mind as we fill your head with amazing thrills, chills, <laughs> and laughs. Theater of the Mind, the best love programs from radio's golden age, only on Zoomer Radio. Now, here is your master storyteller, Frank Proctor. Well, thank you, and welcome to the show. Geez, once again, I've left little time for me to chat, but that leaves more room for more laughs. We're not going to be short of those this evening as we back to 1948 and another hilarious Red Skelton show. Ladies and gentlemen, after 10 years, radio gets its revenge. We now present a program that will scare Orson Welles. <laughs> Procter & Gamble brings you the Red Skelton Show, starring Red Skelton, Dave Rose and his orchestra, the Four Knights, Verna Felton, Lorene Tuttle, Pat McGee, and yours truly, Rod O'Connor. <laughs> yes, it's the Red Skelton Show, brought to you by Tide, Procter & Gamble's amazing new discovery for your whole family wash. Tide's in. Dirt's out. Tide gets clothes cleaner than any soap. Any soap? Yes, any soap, Tide gets clothes cleaner than any soap. T-I-D-E, Tide. And here is Metro Golden Mayor's Southern Yankee, the star of our show, Red Scout. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. How are you, Rod? Fine, Red. You know, it's great to be back on the air with yeah, you. Yeah, tell me, what, did you have fun this summer? No, I've been as busy as a beaver. Yeah, I thought your front teeth looked a little sharper. <laughs> There's a brilliant line to start off. Yes, sir, boy, a few jokes like that's going to make Proctor think they're taking a gamble. <laughs> proud of that. <laughs> I laugh at that myself. <laughs> hey, uh, what'd you do this summer, Rod? Oh, never mind about me, Red. What about you? Did you have a nice vacation? Oh, I r really had a vacation. It's my first in 20-odd years. You're really odd, all right. Yeah. <laughs> should have offered Don Wilson more money. <laughs> well, uh, really, I, I've, I did everything that I've always wanted to do. What was one of the things that you wanted to do? Well, go camping. You mean you've never been camping before? Well, yeah. In 1943, I went camping, but a staff sergeant kind of spoiled it. <laughs> I think the boy's back again now. Uh, this summer was different, though. You got a nice tan. That's not a tan. That's just the color I turned after the mosquitoes drained all the blood out of me. <laughs> the mosquitoes are bad. Huh? Why didn't you use mosquito netting? <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> the big... <laughs> Mosquito sat on the outside and pushed the little one through. Hey, uh, did you know that only the female mosquitoes will bite? Hmm? Only female mosquitoes will bite? Yeah. Mm hmm. 
Well, I got news for you, buddy. <laughs> the one that bit me when I tied my shoe was no lady. <laughs> So much blood that finally one mosquito came over and he says, Could you use a transfusion? Us girls are loaded. <laughs> Ties in. Dirt's out. Tide gets close cleaner than any soap. Any soap? Yes, any soap. Now hold it there, gal. When you see that smile, I'm from the West where men are men. And the women folks are mighty particular. Now, you mean the tide gets clothes cleaner than any soap in Texas and all them other 47 suburbs called states? <laughs> that I, she means any soap, any suds, any washing product, new or old, anywhere. Oh. Never in the whole history of wash day has there been anything like Procter & Gamble's Tide. Tide is different from the newest products made for washing clothes. So don't confuse Tide with any other washing product you've ever seen. Tide is different. Nothing you can buy will wash clothes as clean as Tide. Company linens, everyday work clothes, everything. Tide not only leaves them free from dirt, but removes dingy soap film, too. A Tide-washed garment is cleaner. Colored clothes are brighter. And in hardest water, Tide gets white clothes whiter than any other washing product known. Yet with all this amazing cleaning power, Tide is truly safe for all your washables. So get Tide. Get the only wash day product you can buy that gives you all this. The cleanest, brightest, whitest wash you ever hung on the line. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's a pleasure to introduce the four knights. These group of boys are from Cal- uh, Ca- Ca- Carolina. <laughs> Smell like cow pasture. <laughs> These fellows are new to radio, but they've long been one of your favorite uh, Decca recording groups. Uh, that is, uh, they've rec- you've heard them before. <laughs> we think they're swell, and we hope that you'll like them, too. We want to see what four GIs can do when they get together. The four knights sing good news. Good news, good news, chariots coming. Good news, good news, chariots coming. Good news, good news, chariots coming, and I don't want to leave you behind. Wild boys, good news, good news, chariots coming. Ah ha, chariots coming. Good news, good news, chariots coming, and I don't want to leave you behind. There's a golden slipper in the heaven I know. There's a golden slipper in heaven I know. Golden slipper in heaven I know. I don't want to leave you behind. Well, good news, good news, chariots coming. Yes, good news, I've got the best of news. Chariots and I don't want to leave you behind. There's a long white robe in heaven, I know. There's a long white robe in heaven, I know. Long white robe in heaven, I know. Don't want to leave you behind. Hallelujah, good news. Good news, chariots coming. Good news. Ha ha, chariots coming. So glad the chariots coming. I don't want to leave you behind. Well, good news. There's a starry crown in heaven, I know. There's a starry crown in heaven, I know. Starry crown in heaven, I know. Starry crown in heaven, I know. Chariots coming, good news. Chariots coming, good news. The chariots coming, and I don't want to leave you behind. Well, good news. Good news, chariots coming. Ah ha, chariots come. So bad. The chariots coming, and I don't want to leave you behind. Well, good news. Good news. Chariots come. Good news. Good news. I've chariots got good news. news. Good news. The chariots and come, and I don't want to leave you behind. I don't want to leave you behind. 
repeat sooner or later. Well, I see noises with it. <laughs> a little early tonight, too, by the way. Did you ever meet a new proud father? You know, one of those guys that walks up and forces a cheap cigar on you when the baby's just born? Well, Clem Cadiddlehopper did, and you'll meet with a guy like that sooner or later. Coming good news. (laughs) Well, sir, my summer vacation is over, boy. Just three months of doing absolutely nothing. Now comes nine months of doing the same thing. That I'm lazy, but nobody seems to have the kind of work I'm fitted for. All the jobs available require getting out of bed. Uh oh, here comes that old fat belcher. Well, I see he's got another new car. Wonder where he gets all these money, anyhow. Probably got the egg concession wherever Wallace speaks. <laughs> Trying to see what happens when he goes to Florida. Them flamingo eggs are big. Howdy, Clem. Well, howdy duty to you, too. Hey, that's a nice car you got there. Well, Clem, ain't you gonna congratulate me? What? We've got a new baby, too. A new baby? Yeah. Well, you got ten kids now. Why didn't you get something more useful? <laughs> Well, anyway, congratulations. Congratulations. Well, thanks. Here, have a panatella. Hmm? Yeah, panatella. Looks like a cigar, don't it? <laughs> I paid 75 cents a piece for those. Well, They're <clears throat> genuine Havana cured tobacco. <clears throat> well, I don't think this one was cured. It died, I think. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll smoke it right after I chisel a dinner somewhere. You know, if you were married, you wouldn't have to chisel your dinner. Oh, yes, I would. The way my girl cooks, a chisel comes in pretty handy. <laughs> Smoke that cigar now. Here's another one for after dinner. Well, that's mighty neighborly of you. Maybe I smoke it before I won't have to eat any dinner. Huh? <laughs> get a match out of my pocket here. I'll light it on the seat of my pants. I saw Roy Rogers do that in a picture once, you know. <clears throat> who put that mail in my pocket? Say, <laughs> hey, what does that baby look like? Well, it's got its mother's mouth, my eyes, its grandfather's nose, and its uncle's ears. Oh? Well, don't you think it would have worked better with all new parts? Here, here's a light for your cigar. Okay. Say, it burns fast, don't it, huh? You're supposed to take the cellophane off first. Oh, what, get the cigar scorched? Then, are you sure you're all there? No, I don't know. I shaved in a hurry this morning. How many ears have I got? Two. Well, uh, two? Yes. Just as I thought. One got lost in the shuffle, I guess. <laughs> this thing must be wet. It won't light. Bite the end off it. Oh. <laughs> you must have grown this tobacco in the petrified forest. Now, uh, spit it out. Spit it out. Nope. Well, look for the end of that cigar. It must be somewhere among them teeth there. 
don't know much about cigars, do you? Hmm? I said you don't know much about cigars. Not after ten years with Raleigh's, no. <laughs> I bet Tim liked that. Uh, now you've got your cigar lit. Now keep it going. <coughs> Let's stand around the corner. I think the wind's coming in from the glue factory. Well, I'm, I don't smell anything. No. <laughs> Wait till you see that baby, Clem. Well, you better run and get him. I don't think I'm long for this world. <laughs> There's something wrong with my eyes. They're watering. Well, close your mouth before you drown. You never smoked a cigar before, did you? No, I didn't know what I was missing, but I sure wish I had. (laughs) Well, it's a good thing they found use for them old army blankets. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm going to have to throw that thing away. You can't do that. Mm. Nobody ever throws those cigars away. That's because they've never had the strength. Maybe you'll feel better if you have something to eat. Oh, no, no. Yes, a hamburger. Oh, no, no. Or a bowl of chili. Please, please. <laughs> Don't make things worse. You better move away from me a little bit. Just let me turn green on my own. You, uh, you are turning green, aren't you? You ain't looking over a four-leaf clover. <laughs> Let me take a look at you. Mm. You uh, take off your hat and have a little respect for the dead. <laughs> but you are not dead. Well, I can dream, Tanner. <laughs> I'm going to have to sit down for a second. I'm, I'm... Well, don't sit on the curb. A car might hit you. I wish it would. <laughs> might settle my stomach. Well, gee, I'm sorry you don't feel good, Clem. <laughs> Well, anyway, stop over and see the new baby sometime. Oh, no, thanks. No, thanks. Anything I can do for you? Yeah, when I get married and have a kid, I want you to send your new baby around. I want to give him his first cigar. I'll fix him for running my life. And now Dave Rose and his Procter & Gamble Orchestra play The Donkey Serenade.
Kids Diary. September the 3rd. Dear Widow Diary, I hope nobody ever reads you or they'll find out a terrible secret that I has that I can't write. <laughs> anyway, dear Diary, I sure was in a mess of trouble today. It started out this morning when Minamo caused me to get a spanking for no reason at all. <laughs> switch on and off real fast like this, see? And then I stick my finger in the, in the socket to see if it's on. Now watch now. Ah! Don't yell, you scared me too. <laughs> Don't you ever stick your finger in the light socket. Huh? You might cause a short and blow out a fuse. Yes. <laughs> Boy, you sure does love me, don't you? You better be nice to me, all kiddo. I'll tell Pop that you pick his pockets when he asleep. I never went near your father's oh, pockets. You don't? Well, you should have last night because he had ten dollars in them. Ten dollars? Yeah. Well, that's funny. I only found six. Case dismissed. Step <laughs> down, please. Now, down. look, Smarty Pants, your grandmother's waiting breakfast for you. Oh? Uh? Now, get yourself upstairs and wash your hands yes. and hurry back down here. Wash? Again? I washed yesterday. <laughs> but today is another day. But I'm the same kid. <laughs> Keep on, and I'm going to tell your father about you. You mean he's been around here all this time and he don't know about me yet? <laughs> now, Junior, I said go wash up. And if you're a good boy, yes. use plenty of soap and water. Yes. I'll let you watch the television set tonight. Television? Don't you think I was a little young to be sitting around in bar rooms? <laughs> Okay, I go away. I'm going up there and watch. I'm going to watch me hands and face. I'm going to watch me hands and face. 
Oh, there's my new invention I've been working on right out there in the open with some things to see. Good morning, Junior. Oh, hello, kiddo. Now, don't look at me invention. Please don't look at me new invention. Oh, you have an invention? Yes, 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 an invention. Don't oh, you tell me. Well, I tell you, Josie. All right. It's a time saver for washing windows. Really? Yes, yes, yes. Well, it looks like a bar of soap to me. It is, it is. But oh. with my invention, you don't have to take the wrappers off, slap up your rugs with water or nothing. Why, that's wonderful, yes. dear. How does it work? Well, it's simple. You see that dirty window over there? Yes. Well, you just take the window bar of soap in your hand like that and you throw it. No! See, <laughs> no dirty window. <laughs> What about the broken window? After all, you can't break windows in the house, every one of them. Oh, I could force myself. Oh, honestly. <laughs> I'm sure there isn't another child like you in the whole world. Well, don't it make you proud to know me? Huh? <laughs> oh, eat our, Let's eat our breakfast. Okay. Hey, Nemo, can, can I have some stale eggs for breakfast? You mean two or three days old? Oh, I like them a lot staler than that. I like them so stale that they're chickens. <laughs> Can I have some eggs now? No, sorry, dear. You're going to have what I'm going to have. No, but I want some eggs. Now, I never get no eggs no more. I want some eggs. I need vitamins and stuff for me with a bottle. <laughs> no, dear. You give me some eggs or I'm going to tell you. <laughs> You're going to tell what? I'll think of something. <laughs> Mind helping me out? I'm lost. <laughs> I would tell. I I want you to know I appreciate that. <laughs> if you ever get lost in time when we're on the show, you just let me know and I will point it out for you. Oh. <laughs> I will be your slave for life now. <laughs> be your slave. Let me run out and get you a beer or something. <laughs> no. No, no I'm going to tell. You're going to tell what? I'll tell everybody that you was a southern belle when Grant took Richmond. Oh, good heavens, I'm not that old. Oh, no. <laughs> Pardon me, ma'am. The general would like to next poker with you. Sorry, but I ain't dancing with no Yankees. See? <laughs> Oh, no, no. Lorene. No, no, no. Lorene. No, no, no. Yes, Mother, yes. Oh. Now, what has the economy-sized Frankenstein done? <laughs> <laughs> you just have to take your son in hand. Not only did he sass me, but he broke a window. That's exactly what Junior. <laughs> Do you have anything to add to that? Hmm? Do you have anything to add to that? Not right now, but the day is still young. <laughs> you never come here. No. You'll never take me alive! Now, look, heels, heels. I'll get you a brother. When I call you, I want you to come here now. How can anybody laugh when they're mad? <laughs> no, 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 don't, don't, don't you dare. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. You hit me. You fucking me clavicle. You don't even know where your clavicle is. Yes, I does. It's right where you spanked me. Your clavicle's nowhere near there. That's where I hit it when I saw you coming. Mother, will you please look after him while I answer the phone? Yes, 
I got your whipping. It's all you fought now, Ma. Well, you just mark it in your widow book, kiddo. Yeah, we're not friends from now on. No longer friends. I'll get even with her. The last thing I... Oh, there's her breakfast all laid out on the table. Coffee and some toast. Fine. Now, I could fill the sugar bowl with some salt. <laughs> and put some pepper in the coffee pot, maybe. And just to top it all off good... Maybe I'll whittle glue in the marmalade. <laughs> now, of course, if I do this, you're going to beat me to death. I know that. Then again, they might figure that that other whipping was enough for one day. Then again, nothing ventures, nothing gained. <laughs> I'm going to be a sport about this and do it. <laughs> now I'm going to empty the sugar bowl and fill it with the salt. <laughs> Now a pinch of uh, pepper in the coffee pot. That's a nice pinch, I think. <laughs> now a little glue in the marmalade. My, look at that. That's what Pierre would say. A little glue in the marmalade. Yes. Runs off with snow, don't it? <laughs> oh, oh, here she comes. I better hide under the table. Every man for himself now. Oh, he's not here. No. Oh, the poor little darling. Poor little darling, that old muffety guff. <laughs> All will soon be forgiven. I hope she remembers that. I guess I'll have to eat alone. Oh, I do enjoy breakfast. It always picks me up. Yeah? <laughs> this one's going to pick her up and knock her down again. <laughs> oh, she's pouring the pepper coffee in the cup. Two teaspoons full of salt. Oh, the toast is just right. Now for my favorite marmalade. Oh, my goodness. She's going to bite that toast. Um, don't look! Listen, my, my tongue is stuck to the roof of my plate! Coffee! Coffee! Good heavens! An eternal hot foot! Don't you come here to me! Oh, yeah. Mummy! Mummy! Namor's after me! She's after me! What for? What's gotten into her? Pepper, salt, and glue! <laughs> I booby trapped her breakfast for Now, now, Mummy, control yourself. Count to ten. Count to ten. Yes, Lorene, yes. count to ten. Count to ten. And just be sure you don't make any mistakes. Yes. Use him for the scoreboard. Yes, me, but All no, right. no, no. Oh, One, no, two, no, no, three, no, 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 Thanks for being with us tonight, and we hope you liked our program well enough to be with us next week. So until next Friday, this is Red Skelton saying thanks for listening, and thanks for buying more and more of that Boyce Day miracle, Tide. Tide's in. Dirt's out. Tide gets clothes cleaner than any soap. T-I-D-E. Tide. Procter & Gamble invites you to join us again with Red Skelton next Friday. And now stay tuned to The Life of Riley, which follows immediately. Red Skelton is heard on this program through the courtesy of Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer.
gentlemen, I want to be serious for one half a minute. You know that millions of people in Europe need our help. You can send that help personally through the organization called CARE. C-A-R-E. CARE provides a non-profit service to you to help you help them. For just $10, CARE will deliver a big food or textile package in your name to anyone you select in 14 European countries. Send your order today to CARE. C-A-R-E at 50 Broad Street, New York City. Stay tuned for Life with Luigi next on Theater of the Mind. You're listening to Theater of the Mind on Zoomer Radio, AM 740 and 96.7 FM in downtown Toronto. Time now for Life with Luigi. From Chicago, we invite you to enjoy life. Life with Luigi, a new comedy show created by Cy Howard and starring J. Carol Nash. A year ago, when Luigi Basco left Italy to start his new life in America... He promised his mother that he would write her and tell her about his adventures. So now we look over Luigi's shoulder as he writes another letter to Mama Basco in Italy. Dear Mamma Mia, Chicago is a very fine city and full of very fine people. It's very interesting for me to stand in front of my store and watch people walk by and guess what they are by the way they walk. Yesterday I watched a man. He walked very fast. He's a banker. Then I see a man walking, not so fast, not so slow. I think he's a clerk. Then I see a man, he walks very slow, and I look very sad. He's a Republican. <laughs> because, you see, Mamma Mia, was a big election in America last week was a very close race between the two fellas. Mr. Truman win, Dr. Gallup lose. <laughs> but now, American people forget all about the politics. Now they're interested in football. But it's a wonderful country when one day people fight about politics, next day football, and I'm very happy to be here. Only other country, Man Pasquale who bring me to this country and who has Pasquale's Spaghetti Palace next store, he is unhappy. For him, only important campaign is for me to marry his daughter, Rosa. Oh, Mamma Mia. If you see her, you know what means the word in inflation. 
she weighs more than she's worth. <laughs> if a fella marry her and must carry bride into house after the wedding, he can't make it in one trip or must make it two trips. <laughs> but I have my antique business, and I try to forget the Pasquale. This morning, just before my general manager, the 12-year-old bambino Jimmy O'Connor go to school, I show him a sign that I paint myself. All right, Jimmy. We put the sign in the window. Then you go to school. How do you like it? Special fire sale. But, boss, you haven't had a fire. I know. But tomorrow I must pay insurance, so today I have fire sale. <laughs> How do you like my printing, Jimmy? Well, for a man who's only been here a little while, it's pretty good. Sure. I don't write with the broken handwriting anymore. You tell my teacher, Miss Spaulding, huh? Hey, boss, look who's coming. Customer? No, it's Mr. Pasquale. What does he want so early in the morning? Same thing he wants later tonight. <laughs> I should have married Rosa. What are you going to say? Same thing. No. Maybe I ought to stay. Don't worry, Jimmy. You go to school. Luigi, my friend. Hello, Luigi. Hello, hello. Hello, Pasquale. Hello, Jimmy. Goodbye, Mr. Pasquale. Goodbye, boss. Study harder, Jimmy. Maybe one day you go to electoral college. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a fighter boy. And you look a fighter, too. The answer is no. <laughs> I didn't even ask you anything. You know the answer. You're going to ask me to marry Rosa. The answer is no. You think Rosa is the only thing out of my mind? See. No, you out of my mind. Today, I'm just full of love for everybody, even you. No hard feelings, only sweet. And I got to prove it to you. Tonight, I'm going to give you a vacation. Where'd I go? First, I ask you, if somebody say to you, Luigi Bosco, you choose any place you like to go in Chicago tonight, what do you say? Who asked me? Well, suppose. Is it like in a storybook when you was a little bambino? Good fairies ask you. Then, then I go to a beautiful palace downtown. Buy popcorn, and while I eat the popcorn, I see a movie. <laughs> it's even better. How would you like to go to the opera tonight? Opera? Oh, Pasquale, I don't hear opera since I leave Italy. You like opera? It's a foolish question. It's like asking you if you like money. All right. <laughs> Here's your two tickets for the opera. Free? Free. How much? That's a matter for you. <laughs> Why are you so suspicious? Here. Here, you hold the ticket. Okay, Pasquale. Fine. Now you find a nice girl, and you take her to the opera. Okay, I call up Mrs. Spaulding. She's a nice girl. If I give you two tickets, and I say find a nice girl, I'm a no mean a Spaulding. I'm a mean a Rosa. Then no more talk about a marriage. Okay, no more talk about a marriage. We talk about opera. Okay? See, si. what opera is it? Marriage of Figaro. There you go again. That's in the name of the opera. That's the matter for you. Go to opera here. Take a rosa. Here's the two tickets. If I take a rosa, then I need three tickets. <laughs> okay, okay. So, rosa, she's a little fat. What else you got against her? Nothing. Then why don't you marry my baby? I'm in no position to marry. So you change your position. <laughs> you, you don't understand. First place, I owe you $800. Forget it. It's very easy for me to forget. Trouble is, you always remind me. Now, <laughs> today. Then... I have a little store. Is it just big enough for me and Jimmy? I build you a new store. I even buy you new antiques. Isn't that right? I don't want your money. 
Please, Sir Luigi, don't let my money stand in the way. Even if I love a Rosa, I don't marry her. I can't even afford to buy a girl a little present. You marry Rosa, she give you a little present. Look, Pasquale, all over the world is a custom. If fella gonna marry girl, he give her engagement ring. I don't believe in engagement. With a me, get right down at the business. Put on a wedding ring. <laughs> I don't have a money for even for a wedding ring. I buy you one. No. I ask my wife at the rest, and she lend you hers. She's to wear it long enough. <laughs> I'm a much obliged. No, Pasquale, I don't marry Rosa unless I have to. Is this your final statement of my Yes. Time? Absolute positive final statement? Yes. And give me back my tickets. No marriage to Rosa, no marriage to Figaro. <laughs> huh. That Pasquale, he's so angry he don't even close the door. Well, it's a nice day. Maybe I catch a little bit of air. Oh, out of my way, bud! Hey, excuse me, mister. You don't see me, huh? He must have been in a big hurry. Hey, mister, you dropped something. Hey! Mamma mia, you dropped a diamond ring. Excuse me, lady. I find the ring, so I like to advertise in your newspaper here. Yes. Please, I like to see the boss, Mr. Greeley. Who? Mr. Greeley. We don't have any Mr. Greeley. But it say up there, Horace Greeley, founder. Oh, back, Mr. Greeley. He's not connected with us anymore. What is it you want? See this ring? Mm, the honey. It's a diamond. I find it in front of my store. And my teacher, Miss Spaulding, she say advertiser, so now I can... Well, advertising department to your right. Right. What can I do for you, sir? I like to put an ad in your paper. Oh, good, good. Uh, how much space would you like? I think uh, one page is plenty. <laughs> A page? Yes. Well, uh, won't you sit down? Thank you. Hmm. May I have your name? Pasco. Luigi Pasco. Well, mine is Randall. Hello. Uh, what is the nature of your business, Mr. Basco? All the new antiques, also statues of colonial furniture. And, uh, where are you located? Next door to Pasquale Spaghetti Palace. Uh, where is that? Next door to me. Any credit or banking references? What do you mean? Well, I mean, do you want to be billed for this, or, or will you pay cash? Oh, I pay cash. A page, that will be $3,000. $3,000? I don't know. It costs us so much. Uh, I don't think I'd take a page. Well, uh, how much would you like to spend? Fifteen hundred or a thousand dollars? A little less. Well, then how much would you like to spend? Two dollars. <laughs> What'd you say? Two dollars. Yes. Yes, that's what I, I thought you said. Oh, what's the matter? Are you angry? No, 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 no. I never lose my temper, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all right. If you lose temper, all you have to do is put an ad and you find it again. <laughs> Thanks. How big is this ad? One inch. Now, uh, what do you want to advertise? I find the ring today, and I want to give it back. A lost and found ad? Just found. Other fella lost. <laughs> Might happen to you sometime. Uh, uh, why, why didn't you say so in the first place? This is the first place I come to. All right, all right. Now, uh... <laughs> what, uh, what kind of a ring is it? Here... An engagement ring. See. Si. I see, all right. 
You don't understand. When I say see, this means yes. Yes, I understand. But when I say see, this means look. Whichever it is, what do you want to say in this ad? Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if somebody lose engagement ring, please come see Luigi Basco, old and a new antiques at 21 North Halstead Street. Open night and day, no appointment necessary. Only two blocks from elevated station. Walk to corner. You want to say all that for two dollars? No. No. Well, how can we fit all that in a one-inch ad? Use a small letters. <laughs> well, one-inch ad wouldn't hold more than about a dozen words. Then what I say? Well, well, let me see. Ring found in front of 21 North Halstead Street. Call Luigi Vasco. This first time I have name in American newspaper. Maybe I spend more money. Take more space. Well, for four dollars, Mr. Basco, I can give you a two-inch ad. On the front page? And I suppose you'd like us to run your picture for the same price. Good. That's a good idea, Mr. Randall. Never so much I expect in America. Look, look, Mr. Basco. <laughs> for two inches, you get 25 words in the classified ad section. Now, will you <laughs> please dictate it to me? Then I say... Luigi Basco, 21 North Holstead Street, the dealer in new and used antiques. You can drop that. Drop a what? The antique stuff. If I drop antique stuff, it'll break. <laughs> no, I mean omit. Omit? Yes, leave out. Why? Well, the antique stuff takes up too much room. Oh, no, I got a bigger store. <laughs> Mr. Basco, please finish that ad. Remember now... Twenty-five words. All right. Uh, Luigi Basco. Okay, that, that's two words. Twenty-one North Halstead Street. That's uh, six words. Who owns antique store? Uh, ten words. Found the diamond ring. Thirteen. Remember, twenty-five words. If owner tell me inside says John to marry Winnetka... <laughs> Nineteen hundred forty-six. I return the ring. Twenty-six words, Mister Basco. One too many. Then make it nineteen hundred forty-five. <laughs> Mister Basco. No, never mind. Never mind. I'll, I'll do it myself. I'll just do it. I'll just. Do it. Here we go. There we are. Twenty-five words. What word do you take out? Winnetka. Oh, no, it's my favorite word. But you must lose some word. Okay. i show you how to get it. Take out the my name. Look, look, Mr. Basco. There's a fine newspaper across the street. There are competitors. We hate them. There's two dollars of my own. It's my lunch money. You go over there and give them the ad. Oh, oh, thank you, Mr. Randall. But I give you my business. And here's my two dollars. Yes, well, thank you. And if you ever find anything again, keep it. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Honesty is the best policy. <laughs> Thank you.
Luigi, my friend. Hello, Luigi. Hello, hello. Hello, Pasquale. Where you been? Newspaper office. What for? Never see a fella like you. Always a going to some new place. Is it like this, Pasquale? I explain to you. I find the ring. You find the ring? This morning, a fella bumped into me. He dropped a ring, he ran away. So you gave it to a newspaper? No. My teacher, Miss Spaulding, she say, if you find the ring, you advertise in the paper. Same time, also advertise in my business. Free. Uh, what kind of ring? This one. Hey, that's a beautiful engagement ring. Sure. Where you find? In the front of my store. I bet you get a bigger reward. Oh, I don't care. I care. Who's your landlord? You. Well, if you find in front of my property, then we go 50-50, eh? <laughs> I, I don't argue. If fella give me money, I give you half. <laughs> I'm only fooling Luigi. Who's interested in the money? You. No. <laughs> no, Luigi. Is it come a time when a happiness is more important than money? Pasquale, you feel all right? No. That's what I think. <laughs> I'm an old man, Luigi. I'm already living my life. Pretty soon, I say goodbye to you. Goodbye, Pasquale. <laughs> Don't be in such a hurry. <laughs> then I... Then I wait. How would you like to do one little favor for poor Pasquale before he's a kick in the bucket, eh? Please, Pasquale. You make me very sad. Luigi, you're my countryman. I do you a favor, I bring you over. Now? Now maybe you do me one favor before I say bye-bye. I try, Pasquale. For one little second... Put that ring on a rose's finger. You're just a plain dead, Pasquale. You try to fool me. I no fool you, Luigi. I just want to see with my own eyes how roses look when she's wearing engagement ring. Then I die happy. Is it this a promise? I give you my word. What do you say? <laughs> but Pasquale, girl's name on a ring is Mary. That's no problem. Mary, Mary. Rosa, Rosa, come out to here and bring your finger with you. You call me, Papa. Look who's here, Rosa. Hello, Luigi. Hello, Rosa. Go ahead, Luigi. Put out of the ring. Okay, Pasquale, but you promised Rosa to take it right off. Please, Luigi, I'm a dying. So am I. <laughs> Put on a third finger, left hand. Can't tell the difference. <laughs> Is it too bad, Pasquale? The ring don't fit. Stop breathing, Rosa. <laughs> now both of us are together. Push. Okay. Now you can breathe again. <laughs> oh. I do your papa a favor. I make all men happy, Rosa. I feel it 20 years younger already, my son. <laughs> Mamma mia. Now you two is engaged. Engaged? Is there no time to laugh, Rosa? Is it your ring, Luigi, no? No. You find it, it's yours, that's in the law. I find the real owner. You the real owner, my son. Rosa, give me back the ring. I see you put a ring on a Rosa's fingers with my own eyes. That's enough for me. Please, Rosa, stop breathing. I pull off the ring. What's the difficulty? The ring, she's a stuck. So are you, my son. <laughs> Boy, 
For the second act of Luigi Basco's Adventures in Chicago, we turn to page two of his letter to his mother in Italy. So, Mamma Mia, I'm in a bigger trouble. Pasquale took me into putting ring on a rose's finger. Now ring wants to come off. It's like trying to pull a cow out of milk bottle. <laughs> So Pasquale is very happy. Like they say in America, he got to me over barrel. <laughs> if ring don't come off roses a finger, then I must marry barrel. <laughs> now, with the rosa attached, owner no have to give me reward. I give owner reward. <laughs> Pretty soon now, you're going to lead my Rosa down the bridle path. <laughs> Pasquale, I'm not going to marry Rosa. You give Rosa a ring, you engage. But it was not to my ring, Pasquale. If nobody shows up, it's your ring. So what? Put the two and the two together, what do you got? Rosa. <laughs> Look, don't worry, Luigi. Maybe now you don't love Rosa, but when you marry her, she's a grow out of you. I'm another flower, Pater Pasquale. <laughs> I put the ring on Rosa only to do you a favor. That's right. That's what I tell everybody. Luigi Basco, do me a big favor. He's a marrying of my Rosa. You know right to tell people a lie. Okay, you don't want to marry Rosa? Take her back at the ring. I can't. So you see, it's the truth. And don't worry, my son. Pretty soon you believe it, too. And I already make a plans for the wedding. It's going to be the biggest wedding anybody's having in this neighborhood. People's going to talk about it for years. That's because I'm not going to be there. <laughs> You're going to be there. You'll be there, all right. All dressed up like a dummy in a window. Black coat, the stripes of pants, and a rose says she's going to be dressed in a white. And listen, Luigi, my wife, Teresa, she's now cooking up the smaller family dinner for tonight. I'll be back in a half an hour. I'm not to go on. Then Rose is a comer for you. Instead of you carry her over the threshold, and she's a carry you. Mamma mia, I'm in a big trouble. Oh, here come customer. Is this 21 North Halstead Street? See? Si. You Luigi Pasco? See. Si. Okay, cough up that ring. Please, mister. I'm not the swallow ring. And hand it over. You see my ad in the paper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, quit gabbing. How I know is your ring? I'm the guy you bumped into. Excuse me, you bump into me, then I holler. Okay, okay, okay. Come on, let's have that ring. First, you identify. What it say inside the ring? John to marry Winnetka, 1946. Oh, you John? No, I marry. <laughs> Come on, get going, Buster. We'll have trouble. Got a plenty of trouble already. If you're smart, you'll get rid of that hunk of ice fast. It's hot. Hot ice? Yes, yes. Now, come on, stop stalling. You're talking to little Louie. I, I, I don't have a ring. Rosa, she's got it. Rosa? Who's she, the fan? She's in the whole backyard. <laughs> Come on, now cut that double talk. Please, you're choking me. Uh, is, is it like this, Mr. Lo Little Lloyd? 
I show Pasquale the ring, and he said to me... Now, look, that... cut the conversation. I want that ring or you wind up in cement. Mamma mia, you're a sculptor. <laughs> no wisecracks. Come on, come on, where's the ring? I, I, I don't have... It's on a girl's finger. And get it off her. Please, give me a little time. I'll give you 15 minutes. If that ring ain't here then, bud, you're dead. Thank you. Pasquale. Luigi, that's the matter. You're shaking her like a spaghetti in a hot water. Luigi. Luigi, I'm, I'm in a plenty of hot water. Pasquale. Owner of a ring or was it just in my store? I don't believe this. So what does he want? Ring. Please, Pasquale, must take ring off Rosa's finger. Oh, no, no. I don't trust you, Luigi. Once you take off, you never put him out again. He's a very mean fellow, Pasquale. If I don't have a ring in 15 minutes, I'm a dead. And then Rosa be widow even before she's married. <laughs> That's a pretty bad for you. Please, Pasquale, I don't want to die before I get a citizen of papers. That's a foolish talk. Is it not illegal for a dead man at the vote? Pasquale, you must pull a ring from Rosa's finger. It's easier to pull a Lake of Michigan from a Chicago. <laughs> but I help you, Luigi. How? When a man is a comer for the ring, if he don't find the ring, maybe he's to take the money. But I don't got the money. Luigi, I lend you the money. I don't want a condition. Okay. I'm married, Rosa. Here you are, my son. Give a man a hundred dollars. That's a plenty for a ringer like that. What do you say, my son? Thank you, Papa. <laughs> hey, look, there's Jimmy coming home from the school. Hello, Mr. Pasquale. Hello, boss. Hello, Jimmy. Soon are you going to be a flower girl? <laughs> <laughs> what did Pasquale mean by that? He means soon are you going to be a flower boy. Huh? Yes, sir, Jimmy. I'm going to marry Rosa. Oh, no, boy. Oh, yes, Jimmy. How did Pasquale hook you? Here's a long story, Jimmy. I find the ring today and... Ring? You know about it? Well, not about the one you found. But here's something in this afternoon's paper. Listen to this. Hendrix home robbed. Bandits escaped with famous jewelry collection. Diamond ring stolen valued at $20,000. What else to say, Jimmy? Inside the ring, there's an inscription. Married to John Winnetka. 1946. <gasps> Mamma mia. Hey, boss, how did you know that? Quick, Jimmy, call up the police. Give me the police. Put that phone down. Who are you? Detective Horan. You got a wonderful police department. Very good service. <laughs> now, never mind the wisecracks. Search a joint, Tom. Right, Harry. <laughs> so, you're Luigi Vasco. Yes, sir, Mr. Policeman. You packing a rod? I'm not in a rod of packing a business. <laughs> now, where's that ring, Mr. Bosco? I know God. Look, we just picked up little Louie, so you might as well come clean. Nothing in there except some old furniture. You look in the backyard? Yeah. Find anything? About 30 Dewey statues. <laughs> Say, I sell them to your chief. Who helped you pull that big job? Big job? Stop stalling. Only big job I know is Rosa. Rosa? <laughs> Who's Rosa? The brains of the mob? She looked like the whole mob. Yeah, what'd you do with the ring? Please, 
I tell you a whole story. Take us down, Tom. Shoot, Luigi. You shoot a Luigi and I can't tell him my story. <laughs> this, this is morning, I find a ring out the side of my store. Look, little Louie told us all about it. Hey, Luigi, did the fella come for the money? Not yet. Oh, that's the ring. It's a looking so beautiful. out of roses, a figure. Oh, yeah? Who's this guy? That's the Pasquale. Who'd you say was wearing the ring? My little girl, Rosa. Oh, so you're in on this, too. Hey, why are you asking so many questions? We're from the police department. Well, I'm a no-buy, no-tickets to the policeman's ball. <laughs> Pasquale, please, you're talking too much. You'll talk more downtown. Tom, get the girl, Rosa. Maybe the gang will talk to the chief. The chief? Mamma mia, they still got Indians in Chicago. <laughs> Here they are, Mr. District Attorney. Now you, Mr. Basco, and you too, Mr. Pasquale. You'd better listen to me carefully. See, si. see. Si. Now, I've read the statements you two men gave the police, and I don't believe a word of it. I'd say the truth to Mr. D.A., I swear. If I'm a liar, I hope for Luigi's a drop dead. <laughs> but it's, it's all your fault, Pasquale. I tell you, no, try the ring on Rosa's finger. You say try. If you marry my Rosa a long time ago, this is going to happen. Stop that private argument. You're going to talk yourselves into a long prison sentence. Please, Mr. Attorney. I'm an honest citizen. He's an honest citizen. But, but when I get to my papers, I'm an honest citizen. Now I'm just honest to Luigi. I do everything like the law says. Law says you don't step on a grass. Luigi don't step on a grass. Sina says you don't feed animals. Luigi don't feed animals. Sina says, one-way street. I walk one way. <laughs> Sina says, don't cross the street. So I'm in this country one a year, and I've never been on the other side of the street yet. <laughs> all, all of my life, I only want to be in this country. I understand, Mr. Basco. But this whole thing is incredible. I don't understand how a man like Mr. Pasquale can go to such lengths to get his daughter married. If you see my little baby, you understand. <laughs> Bring her in, her aunt. Rosa! Rosa! Yes, Papa? <laughs> now I understand. <laughs> Take him out, her aunt. No charges. Thank you, Mr. Disfikatani. Thank you. You do me a big favor. I do you a favor. What? From now on, Mr. District Attorney, I always listen to your radio show. <laughs> Life with Luigi is a Cy Howard production and is written by High Craft and Cy Howard and stars J. Carol Nash as Luigi Bosco with Alan Reed as Pasquale. Music by Wilbur Hatch. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Thanks for listening. Tomorrow night, it's Voyage of the Scarlet Queen, followed by Our Miss Brooks. Thanks to Joel Schoenwell and Paul Stringer for technical support. The executive producer for Theater of the Mind is Moses Neimer. I'm Frank Proctor.
Have a great evening. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.